Hello, and welcome to the Modern Day Intuitive Podcast. I am Sarah Noble, a certified shamanic energy medicine practitioner, somatic embodiment coach, Akashic Record reader, spiritual mentor, and teacher of energy management and meditation. This podcast is born from my passion to help you reconnect with your heart and intuition. In each episode, you'll hear me channel guided spiritual information for a guest around a specific question or decision in their life. Afterwards, I break down the call so you can better understand how to connect with your own intuitive gifts, your spirit guides, and soul family. I will also give you practical exercises and tools that you can use to deepen your understanding of how to use this in your day-to-day life. Now, without further ado, let's get on to our caller. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show today. As you are listening to this, I am currently in Peru on a spiritual pilgrimage in the jungle, learning, studying, training with the shamans from the lineage that I am initiated into. And we recently celebrated the one year anniversary of this podcast. And so to honor both of these processes, what today's episode is going to be a replay of the very first episode. This episode is really dear to my heart because it was the initial one that launched this podcast into the world. So for our call today, our caller Jocelyn wants to know what her vocation is going to be in the future. She's currently a teacher and a life coach and is wanting more clarity on what she's going to be doing moving forward. And so the topics that this call today brings up is how spirit talks to us in metaphors and how to learn what is your own unique language of your intuition, how you can be of service from a place that is energizing and from your heart rather than from your pain and therefore depleting. We talk about the importance of living an embodied life so that we can more easily connect to your intuition and how to notice physical signs that your guides are trying to get your attention and how you can connect with them in those moments. We also touch on how our mind tries to protect us from moving forward and what we can do to keep it calm. Enjoy the call and I'll see you when I get back from my adventure. Hi, Jocelyn. Welcome to the podcast. What's your question today? Hi, Sarah. My question is, what is my vocation going to be in the future? I'm wanting some clarity um, in what I'm going to be doing, um, because currently I'm doing teaching and life coaching, and I'm just looking for some clarity on what's next. Okay. So you're showing me a mask, and it's... It's reminding me, I think it's the masks where they're half white and half black. And this idea that you're hiding behind a mask that you've created for yourself out of, it feels like it's a protection. And it feels like you put this mask on quite a, quite some time ago. Like you're showing me yourself as a little girl and there was something that you wanted to do. There were dreams, things you believed in. I see you sort of dancing around like, um, like I see you in a little tutu and ballet slippers dancing around. And there's this beautiful essence and spirit of you that 
wasn't allowed to believe in the dreams. You, you're, you're very, wow. You, you have a lot of, it's like taking my breath away, this essence of you and this dreaming and this ability to manifest and this, uh, this desire to create and be in the world and, and give life to things. And at some point you put on a mask out of like, it wasn't okay for that little girl to dream and you put a mask on and you're coming to this point in your life now where you're questioning, I think, okay, so the reason that it's half black and half white is it's the mask is sort of cracking. It's coming to this place where you're no longer prepared to wear this mask. And it's, it's starting to go from black to white. It's, it's changing as you are connecting more back in with your heart and this part of you that really has this ability to dream and create. Is that resonating for you? Yeah, a lot. Mm -hmm. So teaching feels like it helps with this child part of you. There's this, what I'm seeing is you wanting to help children, you wanting their lives to be different. You want to bring something to them that you didn't get as a child, this fun, this creative, this passionate side that you want to help bring out in children. And so teaching has really served a purpose for you. Mm-hmm. What you're showing me though, is that you are healing, you are changing, you have started on this road that is more about helping you than helping others. And, and not in a, in a selfish way, it's more in a way of like the recognizing that you are the most important person in your life. And as you heal, as you connect, when you reconnect with that inside part of you, that heart, that joy, that creativity, your outside world is crumbling a little because it can't, you can't be in these two parts, right? The white is that light of I'm important. What I want is important. My dreams count. My dreams matter. I matter. As that part of you is coming forward, the part of you that believed that you had to help others instead of helping yourself is crumbling and falling away. So big things are shifting for you. So as I'm saying this, what is coming up for you? Um, I'm I'm actually like crying because <laughs> there is that is the shift that I'm feeling, but I could not really understand what the shift was happening in relation to the actual work I'm doing outside of me and the teaching. It has been, it reconnected me to that kid self. I never realized that. And what you said about what I bring into my teaching, it is, it is all of that. What I want to give to this, to the kids I serve is what I didn't receive. Yeah. How do you feel you can use this information that's coming forward to shift your perspective on where you're at right now? I think it really brings home to, to myself of walking away from trying to compartmentalize myself and, and bring like I am 
the wholeness of me is what's in the creativity and the dreams that I have, there is space for that. And I don't have to hold on to that mask. I can release it. And I think the thing that that I'm struggling with is I'm serving myself so that I can serve others, but first comes serving myself. And yeah, am I not meant to serve other people? Or I serve myself first, and then that, in as as a gift in serving myself, implicitly gift others, or I'm gifting serving others. I don't know if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does, and it's it's that idea, right? When we take care of ourselves first, and we follow what it is that our heart is leading us to do we're doing the work of spirit in the world and that inevitably serves others but coming from this place of sustainability and coming from a place where we count we matter we're not serving others from this place of depleting ourselves or serving others from a place of trying to fill a void inside ourselves we're serving others because we are embodying our gifts, our talents, the things that we came here to bring to this earth and and give to humanity. And when we connect in with that part of us, our service just is an extension of ourselves as opposed to something that depletes us. Mm-hmm. And the word you used uh, was wholeness. And as I'm connecting in with you, that I feel that, that you're stepping into that. All parts of you have sort of come together and merged and it's emanating this beautiful light and this essence that was coming through so strongly in the beginning. Wholeness is the word that ties all that together because you're remembering who you truly are. How does this help with determining your path for you? I think there's a sense of sadness that the season of teaching that has served me might be coming to some sort of closure. And I'm wanting to hold on to that part of that. Yeah. And that's part of us, right? The, the grieving process, the letting something go so that something new can come in. We're so used to holding on to this thing and there is sadness in letting go of it. Yet, if we allow like the images, the hand opening Mm -hmm. and really letting something go with love and compassion and gratitude for all the gifts that it's brought us, allows for this beautiful weaving into the new of sort of the image of the other hand opening the receiving hand that calls forward what we're moving towards and brings more of that into our lives. Mm -hmm. So I want to make sure has this information answered your question or is there anything that you'd like more clarity around or where are you at? It definitely answered my question and also brought a lot of clarity and understanding of the 
space I'm in right now and season I'm in. It actually affirms almost like the, the spirit that I have been feeling a little bit, but not quite sure the whisperings or the nudges that I have been feeling a little bit, but not, yeah. So that was very affirming. And also I am in this space of like, oh, wow, this is happening. And you feel ready for it. What I feel from you is so glowing and full and vibrant that you're ready. There's your spirit and your soul is ready. That's what I'm sensing. Your mind is just like, hold on a sec. <laughs> yeah. That is exactly what's happening. <laughs> so just, just working with that, right? Reminding that beautiful mind that we have that it's okay. Like, I know you're trying to protect me. I love you for that. And let's step into this new, beautiful unknown. It's going to be okay. I got you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You said it very perfectly right there. My mind is saying, hold on a second. Yes. <laughs> nice. Well, does this feel like an okay place to land for today? Yes. Thank you so much, Sarah. Mm -hmm. You're so welcome. Thank you for being here. I wanted to thank Jocelyn today for this beautiful question and reading that we had and for her vulnerability and allowing her emotions to be present with us today. In this session, the theme of the mask played a big role in our talk and our discovery. And this brings up one of the first points in the way that spirit speaks with us and connects with us. Spirit loves to use metaphor as a way to communicate. And so this image of a mass came and it led us down different roads with the metaphor of how this was like her childhood and her life today and um, this changing of this mass, the crumbling of one side of it, the different colors of it is a metaphor for what is existing in Jocelyn's life in the past and in the present. And through this metaphor, spirit brings forward the information in a way that she can hear. And what this also segues into is a learning of how spirit communicates with us. We each are our unique own individual by learning to speak the language of spirit. And because we are each our own unique individual with our own life experiences, our own situations that we have lived through, uh, the way that we relate to life, our language with spirit is unique to us. Spirit will talk to us in symbols, in metaphors, in signs, in ways of feelings and thoughts that are unique to us. And so as we dive into this deeper relationship, we start to understand our own unique language and learn how to read it. This journey is very individual to our own life. So as you are connecting with that intuition, really feel into and allow it to be yours and yours alone. And as you listen to the tips, the techniques, the skills that through this podcast I share with you, really, really allow your own voice, your own experience to guide you and be part of 
each exercise, each uncovering as you get deeper into it and learn this nuance, this dance of your own with spirit that is uniquely yours. Another theme for this reading was Jocelyn recognizing and honoring that she is the most important person in her life and that by serving herself first, she is more capable and more able to serve others. So many of us, especially those in helping roles like teachers, coaches, healthcare workers, parents, just to name a few, put ourselves last. And when we're last, we are not at our best. We cannot operate at our highest and fullest potential. It's by putting ourselves first, not in a selfish way, but in this beautiful way of caring for our soul, our spirit, our body, our mind. We open ourselves up for being a vessel for our intuition to flow through. Also, by taking care of ourselves, we learn to live an embodied life. So many of us are caught in our heads for the majority of our day and we don't stop to remember that we are an entire being and the more that we connect in with the inside of us, the more our intuition can come forward because our intuition is not outside of us. We might have our guides and our angels and resources that we source from, however, that information exists inside us. Yet we have been taught to always look outside of ourselves. And the more that we take care of ourselves and keep coming home to ourselves, we nestle in that center, that heart space that is the part of us that knows who we are, who we truly are. How this showed up in the reading today was when Jocelyn mentioned hearing whispers and nudges, and yet she wasn't paying attention to them because she was still looking outside of herself. Yet when she came home to herself and she started looking inside, she was able to connect with the information that was coming, that was her information that had been there all along. She just didn't know how to hear it or how to understand it. How those whispers and nudges may look for you are a tingling sensation at the top of your head, or goosebumps when you hear something that resonates, possibly a feeling like a tap on the shoulder. Another way is hot or cold filling your body, sometimes needing to take a deep breath, sometimes feeling a pressure behind the eyes, feeling like there's someone in the room with you, although you know you're totally alone. A big one for me and a tool that I love to use is magic numbers. When I was First connecting with my guides, they showed me the number 11. And it seemed that everywhere I went, I saw the number 11, not just on the usual places like the clock and license plates, but in big giant numbers on the sides of buildings, people wearing them on their t-shirt, noticing that almost every email I got for a week came in at 11.11. Little things like that, where every time I saw this magic number 11, I would pause, take a breath, connect inside my body and ask, what would you like me to know right now? And this is how I began the dialogue of asking and listening when I saw this sign outside of myself, being able to use it to bring internal wisdom to myself. Another thing we talked about was how our mind wants to hold us back 
And Jocelyn laughed at the wording that was used here. And it was such a big feeling of this soul inside her, this essence of her really wanting to take on and embrace what was coming up for her in her life, where she was moving to. And yet her mind wanted to protect her. Our mind is this beautiful tool that helps us so much in our lives logically, yet our mind doesn't figure things out for us. Our heart is the true brain of our body. It's the part of us that knows what we want at a deep, deep level and can actually take us there. Our mind is this sidekick almost that computes the information in order to make things happen. It helps us cross things off our to-do list. Yet it is our heart that if we let it make the to-do list, that is where we are going to find the most forward motion in our life in the direction that we want to move. By learning to work with the mind and having the mind be a friend that is a helpful tool is a beautiful way to integrate our masculine and our feminine, the feminine being that intuitive guidance side and our masculine being the necessary doing part to live in our human body in a human world. The merging of these is where we find the true divine beauty, the true part of us that knows what's in our highest and best good. I also wanted to make mention of the coaching tool of powerful questions that I used in this reading today, rather than just giving Jocelyn information for her to absorb. I enjoy in readings having it be a back and forward where powerful questions get to engage Jocelyn in the process and connect her with her own wisdom and having her look within herself to help move the reading forward and her to really connect in with the information in a way that is different than if I just tell her what spirit is telling her to do by this process of powerful questions and engaging her in the conversation she is able to look within herself and bring up her own intuitive wisdom to the conversation making it more meaningful and more powerful for her in closing, I just want to say thanks for listening today and that I hope you enjoyed this episode and these exercises and tools really help you on your own intuitive journey. Thanks so much for tuning in today and making your personal and spiritual growth a priority in your life. If you enjoyed this podcast, I'd love if you could please leave a five-star review as it helps the show to grow and assist me on my mission of having intuition be a part of everybody's life. For more information on reconnecting with your heart and intuition, head on over to my website, www.themoderndayintuitive.com, where you can listen to free meditations, sign up to be a guest on the podcast, learn how you can work with me in person, find links to my social media platforms, and much more. And a big thank you from my heart to yours for making the planet a better place by having the courage to look inward to develop your intuition.